0: This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well.
1: Hey, it's Greg Stanley. If you're listening to this podcast, you know I love everything automotive. This passion has expanded to include being a car specialist consultant for R.M. Sotheby's. So if you need assistance buying or consigning a collector car at any one of our online or live auctions, including Scottsdale, Amelia Island, or Monterey, you can reach one of our car specialists at rmsotheby's.com, or you can email me directly at gstanley at rmsotheby's.com. Metron Garage is a company designing unique garages, condos, and other structures specifically for the auto enthusiasts. They've got eight models to choose from, including two-story options, which I think is super cool, while with a very modern look and feel to them. And they come in all sizes, and they're fully customizable. You can check out them today and start specking your own Ultimate Garage at metrongarage.com, where you can request a catalog or talk to someone to learn more. So, be sure to check it out. I just want to give a quick thanks to Euro Classics for sponsoring this episode. Euro Classics is all about collector cars from servicing your new BMW M5 to prepping your Porsche for the racetrack to executing a total restoration on your favorite classic. They do it all from routine maintenance to performance upgrades to appraisals and everything in between. You can learn more about its owner, Dale Oaks, by listening to episode number 65 of this podcast. And you can find Euroclassics in the Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana service area and online at euroclassics.com. Classics, C-L-A-S-S-I-X.com. Welcome back to the Collector Car Podcast. Yes, this is the Collector Car Fantasy Football Round 2. I've got quite an esteemed group of guests today. So, Uh, Before we begin, I'd like to introduce Julie Guskallen. Julie, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? Good to see everybody again.
1: Yes, good to see you. Now you're VP of Media at Haggerty, so thanks for joining us. Um, I also like to talk. Welcome, Brad. Brad Phillips. Uh, Brad, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Nice to be here.
1: Speaking about being here, you have a new uh, new role since we last spoke. Would you give us a brief update on that?
0: Yeah, Julie ran me out. So now I'm the executive director (laughs) and VP of the um, LeMay America's Car Museum in sunny all the time, Tacoma, Washington.
1: Yes, I've been there once and it is beautiful. So I can't wait to go back and visit you. And then you're not dreaming, but Ramsey Potts is with us in a moving car. So uh, not to be outdone, he decided to put the show on the road. So Ramsey, thank you for joining us.
3: Happy, happy. To be, to be at least sitting down for the moment and able to participate, yes, my apologies to all for the ever-changing lights and shadows. My beautiful bride is driving her 2008 Cayenne from our once home in Savannah, Georgia, to our new home just outside of Amelia Island, Florida. We are literally in the middle of moving as we are recording. Yes.
1: So this is audio podcast, but if you like to see the video and see these wonderful people's faces, you can join us on YouTube. Uh, so real quick, as a brief overview of to what we're doing, if you didn't check out the launch or round one, uh, we're doing the clutch car fantasy football as if we're picking players for a football team, but we're picking 11 cars for 11 categories And then we have a million dollar salary cap. Not all of us quite grasped that concept at the beginning, but we do have a million dollar salary cap. (laughs) And whoever is winning is the one that has the most increase in value by using Hagerty's valuation tools. So after round one, Julie was running away with it or at least seemed to be running away with it. Uh, She was up almost 41 grand. So congratulations, Julie, after round one.
2: Thank you. Yeah, no, I was killing it. it.
1: I'm sorry, you were killing it. (laughs) (laughs) Brad was in second place, I was in third, and Ramsey was kind enough to pull up fourth place. So uh, we're going to kick it off here, but I thought what we do this time is kind of go Julie first, and then we'll kind of go around the horn here by category. We'll see how our cars have performed. And then we do have a bench. So uh, I know no one really took advantage of that in round one except for Brad. Brad, uh, you moved to what, a Dodge Viper from uh, condition number three to condition number two, right?
0: I did. I stuck with uh, the horse I rode in on. It's a very famous uh, euphemism that no one's ever used before until just now. Uh, but I changed the condition rating from a three of average to a two, which is quite good. because I believe. A, but I believe in that steed.
1: That was a stellar pick, I must say. Uh, so yeah. if you did want to switch a car out for round two, which I do have, I do need to get everybody's input on a car i want to switch out it does have to pass the mustard of everybody on the call here you know that's the tough part you guys are can be kind of tough um only yeah. only brad. only on brad right Yep. Yeah. Yeah. and i've kind of got an idea of how we're shaking out here so i'm going to be calculating uh the numbers to see uh how we shake out after round two okay
0: i'm okay. just gonna i'm just gonna leave this here
1: that is not the official trophy they're actually well
0: uh greg sent this to me it is uh beautiful you can tell it's real gold (laughs) from the marks in it it's very very good
1: well we'll see how you do no pressure all right julie why don't you start it off with italian stallions tell us what you picked and how it's doing
2: Yes. Okay. So with the Italian Stellan, I um, picked number three condition rating a 1973 Ferrari 246 GTS. So yep. the starting value was 290000 With the last round, I was up four grand, which yep. is, you know, not decent. bad. And uh, with this latest round, I am up a whopping $21,000. Huge, huge. For a combined total of $25,000 and a 7.2% increase. So now, oh, oh, total increase was 8.6%. So there we go. The initial pick.
0: (laughs) Look, we have to call a flag on this play right away. Okay. (laughs) We can't let her get away with this. She is climbing the corporate ladder. She's got more sway. She's got a direct influence on where these... Books put these numbers down. How do we know that she didn't go down and cherry pick all these things and tell our valuation guys give them the old what for? How do we know?
1: We don't. Should we handicap her? Are you, is that what you're suggesting?
0: Yes. The Julie Goo handicap of at least 35%.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's
0: going We're not going to gonna win,
3: Brad. <laughs>
2: I mean, even even with that handicap, I would still beat you, Brad.
1: Wow, throwing it down early here. All right, all right. Brad, what do you have in your Italian Stallion category?
0: Well, let's just get to it then, shall we? Italian Stallions, 1969 Iso Grifo, seven liter. Great car. We all know why I love this car. It's Italian styling with the heart of a big block Corvette. And I started off back in January 2021 of $444,000, came out heavy. In May, it was $444,000, <laughs> a growth rate of 0%. Uh, but now, September, it is $460,000 for the same condition, three. And that gives me a 3.6% increase.
1: Pretty good. That's
0: not... Uh, not fantastic
1: <laughs> but it's an increase right still,
0: still beating one of my iras somehow but um,
1: all right <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it <laughs> all right for mine i got the 1990 ferrari testarossa condition 3 105 to start and it actually popped up to 118 so 12.4% increase 13 grand so not bad for the uh the testarossa the cheese slicer And we just lost Ramsey. Hopefully he... No, no, I'm. I'm here. I just,
3: I deleted the video. Can you still hear me? We can still hear you. Yes. Okay. I I thought maybe I would speed up the the connection by reducing the video. Uh, So I picked for my Italian stallion and I stayed with it. The 1990 Alfa Romeo Spider Quadrifoglio. And I would just like to clarify for all of your loyal listeners, as I have stated before, I don't really feel as though the rules were clearly communicated to me. And I entered into the contest under the belief that it was based on the percentage of increase. Because real science is always based on percentages. And nonetheless, um, it was... oh We're losing Ramsey. We're
0: losing Ramsey.
1: Uh... All right. I can recap it for him. This one actually did quite well for him. Let's see. He started at $20,400, and now he's up to $25,300, up almost five grand on a low base, so up 24%. That's pretty strong. So even though Ramsey didn't understand the rules, he's still doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, now that he can't
0: defend himself, we can really go nuts on this one. <laughs> he right. blew it in the first one. I mean, we can all agree on that
1: three to three to three to one right you know so all right well let's hope he joins us again let's see all right julie you want to start with the second one american muscle
2: yes american Muscle. so uh this car has been hot for quite a while and continues to be a 1979 ford bronco uh condition number three the, uh rating so starting value was twenty five thousand six hundred. And ending value is thirty five thousand three hundred. So that is a total increase of thirty seven point nine percent.
1: Ah, that's incredible increase. That's very good. Very well done on that one. All right, Brad, what you got next? Oh, this is your uh, sleeper here.
0: Uh sleeper.
1: Well, maybe not sleeper. This one's no, too because
0: helpful. because let me tell you, I knew exactly what this car was gonna do. And the fact that it did exactly what I knew it was gonna do does not make it a sleeper. Makes it a sure thing. So let's just get into this one. American Muscle 92 to 95 Dodge Viper RT10. Okay? Yes.
1: 33,300
0: in January, condition three car, $112,000 today for a two hundred and thirty-six point three percent increase
2: what
1: that's because you upgraded from a three to a four con- or three to a two condition
3: yeah right
1: you took a big old jump on that one
0: well we, we didn't need to go into all that i mean
1: that, oh, was, sorry.
0: that was kind of inside baseball on, on that one uh <laughs> Yeah. Okay. If you want to, if you want to get right down to it, sure. And I kept the bench car out of it, but I moved, took that opportunity to move my condition three to a condition two. And as many of us know, the better condition a car in, the more rise it can have in value or the more agreeable it is to purchase. Yeah. That helped me a little bit.
1: It helped you a little bit. Yeah. That was a really good call. All right. Mine is a 1970 Plymouth Cuda AAR. I should have dumped this car. Mopars have been so soft but I thought they're due to rise. So it started at 59.2 and I'm glad I did not dump it. It's actually up to 71 grand, up 11,800 bucks, almost a 20% increase. So Mopars are coming back. I've been beating on that for like three years now. So they're finally coming back. All right, Ramsey, I saw your face pop in briefly. Are you here?
3: Can you hear me? Do you copy? We do. We do. All right. Let's get over this one quickly. It was the only car I have that has gone down in value, and at no one's to surprise, the uh, condition one 1991 Ford Taurus SHO started at fifteen thousand, and today it is worth fourteen thousand three hundred dollars. It is down seven point seven percent, which uh, clearly tells everyone: buy one of them now because they're about to skyrocket before our final session together.
1: So pick it for your round next year and you'll be good,
3: right? No, 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 no. We're
1: not done yet. We're not done yet. You're hanging on to it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, Julie, rising sun.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, um, I had a condition number three, 1976 Datsun 280Z and, uh, this, uh, started at 10,700, but you know, I think Datsuns in general are on the rise. Datsuns, Datsuns. Um, And so we are ending now with a total increase of $4,800 which is 44.9% bump.
1: Ooh, that's like two double digit increases in a row. That's pretty good. That's okay. All right, Brad, what do you got? Fire back.
2: It's the goo method people. This From the land hard. of the
0: rising sun, that's where we are right now. That's where we are. I went big, heavy, off-roadish, yet mall capable if necessary. 1991 Toyota Land Cruiser FJ80 for those that like the numbers. Started off at 20 grand. It sits today at 244, a 20% increase and I think it's got a lot more to go.
1: All right. That's good, 20% increase, can't beat that. Let's see, I've got the 1966 Honda S600, and that started a condition three, 25.3, and it's now 25.3, so nothing. I got nothing on that one, so that's it for me. Ramsey.
3: The 1991 Honda Civic CRX SI in condition two, it started at 18,000 doesn't matter what it's worth it's up 5%. That's all that matters is it's up 5%, which is more nice. than Brad's so that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. More than, my,
1: more than the grief though, Yes, I guess. <laughs> Julie Germans our next category what do you have? A
2: 1995 Mercedes Benz E500. Uh, condition number 2. Starting value was 60200 and it is up, again, double digits.
3: Yeah, what? Uh,
2: 15.4%. <laughs> Dang it. Of $9,300. $9, uh, that, that is a limited edition Chanel bag right there.
0: I was waiting. I haven't heard a single <laughs> handbag, uh, you know, comparison yet.
2: Yeah, or, you know, for Brad, that's like five sobs.
0: No, ouch. It is actually two daily drivers uh, of what I'm currently driving. So I'm crushing it on the car front. <laughs> <the moment. laughs>
1: all righty, Brad, what do you have? Well, so
0: let's spin a story here. I mean, we're all here to, to converse a little bit. It's not just about the numbers, Greg. It's about, it's about, you know, building a community, right? Let's talk about the community of station wagon lovers. Because you may remember in January, I picked the 1985 Mercedes 300 TD wagon. I love that. The little quad round headlights, that beautiful boxy exterior. They're the coolest wagon going. You look like you're in the middle of Nantucket, everywhere you go in one of these things. Just absolutely love them. Matter of fact, I saw one parked at a coffee shop the other day, and I remarked out of my window that I love that wagon. And the guy driving it looked to me like I was crazy
2: because <laughs>
0: <laughs> he didn't think it was all that, but I was, I'm here to tell you, they're really, really cool. So anyway, uh, let's see, $13,600 up to $16,800, wow. still a buy and it's 8.0, no 23.5% double digits. Did I get that right? Nice. Yeah. Nice. thirteen six to 8, 23.5%
1: wow Mercedes wagon doing well nice
0: is that right that math doesn't look right
1: is that right yeah it's a low base 16 grand up three grand yeah okay I'm with you all right all right for mine I picked a 1970 Porsche 911 S Porsches they haven't been doing all that lately I'm hoping they're going back up but it's not happening right now Mine started at 122, condition three, and it's at 122. So I got two flat lines in a row.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, it's not good. Now, if you want to pull out a bench car, do that anytime. I've got one that I need to get your blessing on, but I got a couple backups. So uh, that's what I got. All right, Ramsey. 2001,
3: what do you have? 2001 BMW M3 coupe in condition two was worth 41100 Today, it is worth 46500 for an all-in of 13.1% increase. And Julie, I would just like you to know that my wife driving me around here tonight is now one of your biggest fans. <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: She's not a fan of mine? Or Brad?
3: <laughs> She's met you, Brad.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't met me yet, so it must be some stories you've been telling her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right what do we have next future collectible julie why don't you tell us all about it
2: okay so this is i'm just gonna preface this you know i'm i'm, I'm sticking to my guns here i still believe in this car Has not performed so well for me but we're gonna we're gonna stick with it um a 1962 fiat 500 jolly it has gone down by 500 dollars
1: Oh my goodness, you have a you have a red blotch on your record here?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh my, that's the first one too. I know. Wow. I've got,
2: I've, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. We'll just until the end.
1: You're not dumping it though, sounds like.
2: No, I'm not ready to dump it. Not re- I, still, I still believe in the Jollies.
1: Believe in the Jollies. Okay.
2: I believe wow. in the Jollies.
1: All right, Brad, what do you believe in when it comes well, to-
0: Well, I
2: believe I can,
1: uh, let's see. Uh,
0: 1988 Porsche 924 S- I'll admit I may have been a little late to this party. Uh, 8,500 in the beginning. It did rise, but only to 9,200 in this time frame for an 8.20% increase. I kind of thought they were going to keep on trucking. It may be that everyone who wanted the 924S uh, grabbed one, and now they're just sort of chumming along but uh, it could still continue to rise. I'm sticking with my 924s.
1: Everybody's sticking with their car so far. Okay. All right, my next future collectibles, a 1996 Corvette Grand Sport convertible. If I could pick the interior color, it would be red because I only made 50 of them with the red interior. Condition three, 27.5 to start, 28.3 last time and 28.3 this time. So 2.9 total, flatlined this last round. But I'm going to keep it because we just had a couple sell a little higher. So hopefully they'll hit the old marketplace here and it'll be pretty good. All right. Ramsey. I, I, right, I got to yeah. say
0: bench cars are
3: for cowards.
0: There's no, there's no way around it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, Ramsey. You you were saying.
3: Yes, I was saying. I, uh, <laughs> is this a little bit uh, better? Can you hear me now? Right. Yes. Perfect. Okay, the uh, 2011 Aston Martin V8 Vantage S started at $59,300, dropped down to $56,900. But I stuck with Queen and Country, now up a total of 14.3% to $65,400 for a net increase of 10.3% percent That's all I'm going with right there. Double-digit increase. Nice. Very nice.
1: All right. Let's see what we got here. Rear engine, mid-engine. Julie, take it away.
2: Okay. This is a 1985 Lamborghini Jalpa. Halpa? This is the J and H.
1: Yalpa. Yalpa. (laughs) (laughs) Yalpa. Jesus. Ramsey's
3: my uh, pronunciation (laughs) expert. Ramsey, how would you say it? I, you, I think either one actually works stateside. You can do to Julie, that's okay. Don't be offended if someone calls it alpha. Either one works. You're winning, yeah, so it doesn't matter.
2: Doesn't matter. That's true, that's true. I am a winner. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I started this at 62,000 uh, with a condition number three rating and is up by $4,000 for a 6.5% increase.
1: Only 6.5, not double digits.
2: Oh, just you wait. I'm saving the best for last. Oh,
1: wow. Talking some smack here. Okay. Bradford, what's your pick?
0: This is rear engine mid engines.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Now, see,
0: I should have picked... I, I, I strayed from my own formula because I'd had a, an 83 Quattroval Ferrari, right? That I'd sold right before we started this whole process. And if I had just picked that car, we all know that any car I sell skyrockets in value, right? So I should have picked that car because it's done better than the one I actually did pick. I picked the 94 Ferrari 348 TB. I think it's sort of one of these oddball Ferraris. People don't talk about them a lot. I kind of figured it was going to catch a big rise. Well, it's only risen 7.16%. It's at $70,300 right now. And the variety I picked, condition three, up from 65. It's still potential, could still go. Ferraris, I think, are good, good money as you move on down the road. But uh, I fully anticipate that the 308 watch a Volvo market will be in the 150 to 200000 range in the next six months. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: you hope. that's not bad though.
0: 7.2, not bad. You know, well, it's, a, it's an aggregate we're all going for here. You know, you've got uh individual players all adding up to a heck of a team. If We want to keep the sports <laughs> analogies going.
1: All right. You know. So I pick oh. for rear engine, mid engine, the Carmen Ghia 56 VW Carmen gear. I thought this thing would be on fire and it is not doing well. It's actually my worst performer. It went up from 30 grand to 326 round 1. This round it actually went back down to 30,600. So it's actually down 6.6 uh, versus last round, but it's up 1%. So it's like my biggest, you know, crap card so far. So
0: I it's, might not, it's, it's not your fault. They have not done any cheerleader movies in the past six months, so they're not getting a big bump from Hollywood.
1: <laughs> what would that cheerleader movie be, Paul?
3: <laughs> Let's not go there. All right, Ramsey, your uh, rear rare- yeah, As a nod to my dear friend Ray Schaefer, I chose the nineteen eighty-eight.
1: Oh, we're losing him again. Yeah, so let me era- let me. Condition number two. Are you there? We might have lost no, you again. Go ahead,
3: Greg. Oh, we can hear you. We can okay, hear you. Okay, the Pontiac Fiero GT from 1988. Condition two. It started at 15.9, and it is still worth 15.9. So that, you know, for me, that's pretty good. It's just the same.
1: Well, and you cut out where you were saying a nod to your buddy Ray Schaefer at Porsche North America, who has a, what, unrestored 88 GT or something like that?
3: It is absolutely the most amazing showroom condition red Pontiac Fiero GT, uh, and uh, he loves it, and he has had it a long time. Why? Because he had one when I met him when we were teens, Uh, and they're cool Uh, cars then, and they're cool cars now.
1: Any Porsche guy that has a Fiero, you got to respect that. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Whereas if you're a Fiero guy and you have a Porsche, I don't know. Yeah, that could be troubles. Yeah. All right, Julie, the next one super hyper insane. What do you, what do you have?
2: Yes, okay, so this is a 1982 Lamborghini Countach LP400S. And, um, you know, we just added a the Countach from Cannonball Run to the National Historic Vehicle Register nice. for the Haggerty Drivers Foundation, so a little plug there. Um, so this was the number three condition rating. Um, you know, it's a, it's up a respectable five thousand dollars, you know, which is because the starting price was already three hundred fifty five thousand. That's only a one point four percent increase, but I'll take it.
1: So, do you have the two ladies that drove the kuntosh uh, in the Cannonball Run at the presentation or anything like that? No,
2: we we do not. But it is currently, um, if you want to go see, it's at the National Mall right now in DC. Oh,
1: excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm all right brad what do you have for super hyper insane this is not a super hyper insane car but we let it slide
0: there was a lot of uh discussion about me picking this and i focused more on the insane part of the super hyper insane because i picked a 77 aston martin Lagonda series 2. now this is arguably the most beautiful sedan ever created virtually hand-built that incredible angular nose that goes down to a grill about that big gorgeous car
2: Yeah, you know, that's how i describe you brad <laughs>
0: thanks <laughs> giant billboardish forehead yes amazing no chin whatsoever uh let's see so seventy four thousand four hundred dollars in a condition too because i wanted a really good one and it has stayed at exactly 74.4 but i have a reason sure they're sure. so good That when one buys one of these cars, you must never sell it. So we have no comps on what they're worth because none have sold.
2: That's also how your wife describes you.
1: (laughs) No comps. I feel like like now you're just
0: hurling insults.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Makes it fun. So
0: that was my only flat line so far. So, but I'm sticking with it. Because I love these cars. A good friend of mine I just saw in Detroit the other weekend, he's got a Lagonda. He swears by it. He only has to put a new battery in it every four or five weeks. So it's great. They're very reliable.
1: The only insane about that pick is that you picked it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, my pick for uh, Super Hyper Insane is the 2006 4 GT Heritage Edition. I really thought these things would continue going. Condition three, 310 grand. No movement last round, no movement this round. So it's flat. Now this is where I do want your perspective on a bench car.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Now let's keep keep in mind the Lagonda discussion. (laughs) So my suggestion is to switch it out. A 1999 Nissan Skyline GTR V-spec, which is pretty insane. And uh, number two condition, Three hundred and three grand, so it's not three ten, but it's three hundred and three. The two of you—that hey, that is not a supercar. It's insane.
2: It's insane. I mean, if we're gonna let the Lagonda, we gotta let the Skyline. Come on.
1: I like that. I, do, I like the way you think. I'm,
2: I'm also just... a fan of Skyline, so I vote yes.
0: Great. So where is it now? Like, done. I'm not letting this in without knowing what what the value is now. Three hundred and three what was it then so you have to know you have to go you have to unwind it all the way back oh it has my. to fit oh in you gotta go six because months. if you pick it and then it would have
1: blown your budget oh. you can't do it or no, i would have put it hasn't gone down it's only gone up
2: if you yeah, look at the Hagerty- the- oh yeah so what are what are the actually that that brings up a good point what are the rules do you are you only allowed to replace the, you have to re- your bench car with the remaining difference that you have left in your budget based on the first round picks yeah, so, so for okay.
1: example, like Ramsey had like 400 grand left over. He could switch a $10,000 Fiero for a $410,000 car because he still had... Got it. Now you have to go all the way back
0: ahead. to the first the first round of what numbers you had left over.
1: If we go that way, I have a lot of room because it's like this in Haggerty's valuation trends. So I got one yes. Ramsey was... Talking a I, lot.
3: I don't have a problem, Greg. Are you sure you want to abandon that Ford Heritage GT now? I just did
1: a special on JDM cars, and they're kind of going nuts the last three months. Per Hagrid. they totally are.
2: They t- skylines are totally going. So I'm jumping
1: on that bandwagon for my last round here.
0: And I just sold my Century. See, this all works.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> sold your Century?
0: I did. I sold Love it. that car. It was great.
1: Yeah. Go buy it back in a week when it's twenty grand more. How much did they
3: pay you to take it, Brad?
0: Well, the I I tipped the tow truck driver. So Atta they,
1: point, <laughs> Ramsey, are you a yes or a
3: maybe? Ah, uh, all right. It is. You're saying the V spec, right? Yeah, the top of the line V spec. Okay, that's that's pretty crazy. That's that's at the time that was top of the mountain kind of stuff.
1: Pretty insane, would you say?
3: Yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs>
2: I would say that Greg doesn't have to go back, though. I think it's just based on whatever money he's got left and today's value.
1: That's fine. That works because I got plenty of money in bank. And Brad, your vote no longer counts. So thank you.
2: (laughs) The motion passes. Moving on.
1: Yes. All right. Let's move on.
3: Ramsey?
0: I would like my disdain for the process noted.
3: (laughs) So I'm still sticking with my British Uh, infatuation and a 2004 Aston Martin Vanquish since Julie and I were the only people that actually picked supercars when they were introduced Uh, and it was a condition to worth $70,800 at the time Uh, and I must admit quite to my shock because tell me another car that beautiful with a front engine V12 and it has only gone up two percent to now be worth $72,200, a $1,400 increase for one of the most beautiful cars Aston Martin ever made. Yep.
1: Not moving much, but it's moving yep. in the right yep. direction. All right, Julie, let's see. Truman was alive. So pre 1976, this was kind of a tricky one. 46. 46.
2: Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you look at me, you think pre-war, obviously.
0: Not Truman Show, the president.
2: So uh, this was a. This is my only flat line. It's uh, a nineteen thirty-four Model A. Right? Flat. So it's rem- it started at twenty. It remains at twenty.
1: Yep. The whole generation, basically. All right, Brad. <laughs> Actually, that didn't come across right, um, Brad.
0: All right. Now I, again, I will explain this a little bit because my pick was one of my favorite vehicles on the planet of all time. The 45 Willys CJ2A, but we all know it as the beautiful ubiquitous World War II Army Jeep. I love them. And my hope is that these always remain affordable. And it has, uh, because $27,400 in January, they're only at $29,000 a 5.83% increase, and a reasonable inflationary number, still affordable for any collector with the heart, the soul, and the vigor to own one of these pieces of American history.
1: Well, we'll hope it stays affordable, even gets more affordable going forward for you. <laughs> oh, no.
0: As affordable would be fine. It doesn't <laughs> Okay, so I have a
1: 1942 Lincoln Zephyr convertible condition three. These are so underpriced. They're so wonderful. Uh, 33 grand, flat for round one, flat for round two, nothing. Didn't go down, but it has not gone up. So that's basically, uh, we're all flat so far. All right, Ramsey, what do you have? Uh,
0: I love Zephyrs, by the way. I think they're super, super cool. I would have, I think you beat me out for that. I almost picked that and you beat me for it. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're right. You're doing better than I am. I'm still with you.
1: Zephyrs are cool.
3: I have uh, 1935 Auburn supercharged Phaeton. I commiserate with you, Greg. A condition two was worth 170000 when this game began, and it remains worth 170000 today. Wow.
1: Yes. Might no, speak to the generational shift going on out there, would you say? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, possibly. Bit. All right. We got three more to go. All right. Let's see. Nintendo Gen... Julie, take it away. A
2: 1988 Porsche 944 Turbo, condition number three rating, and is up a respectable 6.5% at $1,000. (laughs)
1: Yay! Okay, so different car. Now, this actually speaks to Brad's. Tom Cruise Porsche, that went to the moon the other day. So, what about the 944 from 16 Candles? Can we get that sucker on the market to help Julie out with this one? Let that sucker sell for a million dollars and see a increase in 944 prices. Think that would happen? Or is that not? A-
0: I not- talked to somebody today who has seven 944s at home, and he just picks parts off either one of them to keep two of them running perfectly. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think Sounds they like will that.
1: remain affordable. <laughs> Sounds like a British car owner. Uh, okay.
2: All right. I have a clarifying question. Oh. So why is it that, why is it that with some Porsche models you'll say nine eleven, but then in others you'll say a nine two eight? What's the rhyme or reason between a nine four four versus wow? A that's a really 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 good question. Versus a nine fourteen.
0: I can I can answer this because in the in the great words of Flavor Flav, 911's one a joke, so you call it a nine
1: eleven. <laughs> is that really an answer? <laughs> okay it's late i don't know <laughs> <Is> there... <laughs> all right who's next i lost track
0: that really was a fair question and i hijacked it with terrible humor i apologize
2: <laughs> no i mean i really this is like a learning opportunity for i don't understand it and then also yeah you know, then it gets even more complicated right because the 993 is also a 911
1: what? so do you think it should or be generations
0: later sure yeah
1: you want it to be called 924 do you want it to be called 924 what's your preference
2: i i would just like one consistent rule so can the board
1: canapa says porsche jay leno says porsche slash porsche.
2: oh yeah we, we uh, can't even get into that <laughs> okay if we can't <laughs> That's get the whole porsche, other thing <laughs> no, if we can't get two
3: porsche, syllable part. word Porsche.
2: Porsche. Well, well, how do the Germans say it? Because it's a German brand, right? So, yeah, we Porsche. Go with the, the home country. Okay.
3: But
1: how do the Germans pronounce Milan or Rome or the Italians, not the Germans? How do the Italians pronounce Milan, Milano, Roma instead of Rome? So, should we take the same learnings for Porsche to other cities in Italy?
0: I feel like we've segued oh into a. Uh, you know, one of those learning language, learning video
1: situations. You should probably get back to the game, right?
2: All right, moving on. I, okay. think, we're I, at, I think we're still at Brad's car. We're Brad, car, Brad.
1: Next okay. gen. Go, Brad. Are we?
2: Well,
0: crap, as they say. <laughs> Because I jumped on the 1995 BMW 850 CSI, and you all said, oh, my God, that's a great pick. Apparently, uh, that was the height of the market, 208,000. They've only done 218 since then, 4.8%. I kind of thought those cars were going to be, you know, 300 grand by now. They're so cool, but they're still kind of hanging out. So 218,000,
1: 4.8%. So you're hanging on to it.
0: Oh, I still love them. I hang on to it.
1: All right. All right. For my pick, next gen, I got the 1995 Lancia Delta Integrale, condition three, 40,500 bucks. It was flat for round one, $45,400. So up 12.1%, about five grand, nothing special, but
3: it's up. So that I'll take it. All right, Ramsey. One of my favorite cars from that era, from the 80s, the 1986 Mazda RX7 Turbo. They are coming back. A condition two was worth $18,400 when we started. And today, ladies and gentlemen, it is $24,400. Greg, does anybody have an increase? Bigger than thirty-two point six percent on any car. Yeah, my
2: forty-four point nine percent. Oh no, Brad had a triple-digit increase. No, my two
0: hundred and thirty-six percent.
2: Oh, that one didn't count.
1: (laughs)
3: Very impressive, Ramsey.
0: You can't talk to me like that unless you're wearing a fedora.
3: I would just like to point out that it is the cheapest car that I picked. So, based on the way I understood the game to work, I'm winning. (laughs) <laughs> you can stay in that world <laughs> okay two more to go
1: under 30k which apparently is where Ramsey lives uh, Julie take it away this is my
2: homage to Brad a 1977 Saab 99 turbo
1: are you going to take that Brad? oh you see it as a positive okay Saab's
2: the best so uh started at 12,500 it is up twenty two point four percent, double digits, back in the game. Nice and uh, yeah, twenty two point
1: four, very nice. Mm-hmm. All right, Brad, how did I you say have... homage to Julie?
0: Well, I picked a uh, a car that everyone said you're a genius. It's skyrocketing at this time. It's is that on this
3: call? To skyrocket,
0: yeah, that's on this one. Okay, uh, under thirty k
3: find
0: 60, it, everyone subaru 360 now 29,800 was a pretty good price just paid at auction at that time it is still 29,800 wow. absolutely flat and i don't understand it these little cute little things should have been this should have been 120,000 dollars so I put a plea out there for everyone to please overpay for a Subaru <laughs> 360 in the next three months. That did was you really just
2: helpful. misunderstand the category? Did you think that it's supposed to remain under 30K? <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> well,
1: done. well done. Brad, did you figure out, since we gave you kudos for that pick, did you find out if those were real kudos or we were baiting you?
0: Oh, no. I... uh. I believed all of you. I could, I could sense it. That they, were, they were genuine congratulatory tones in the first call.
1: Congratulatory tones. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if you all like my pick or not, but it was a 2000 Audi TT Quattro condition one, $23,500. It then went to $25,100 mm. and now it's at $26,900. So increased 14.5%. $3,400. I'll take that all day. To the bank.
2: Those they are cool up. cars.
1: Yeah, they're, I, I, I thought
3: it'd go up a little bit more, but I'll take it. All right, Ramsey. Uh, I purchased a 1994 Porsche 968 Coupe. So naturally, I chose this as my under $30,000 car. It uh, was 22.5, which is exactly what I paid for mine. Uh, they are now worth $24,000. Mine has actually gone down in value, I believe. So uh, the market says it should be worth $1,500 more for a 6.7% increase. I'm just saying, get them now while you can.
1: You should have overpaid by like 10 grand and then you could be winning this thing. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Well, I've spent 15 grand on it, but I have already put 11,000 miles on it since February. And it is a wonderful car, actually. It really is quite an impressive thing for under $30,000. There really are great opportunities out there under 30,000.
1: That's awesome. And you do drive the heck out of your cars, which I do respect and love. So that's awesome. All right, this is our last one. I think there's a couple curveballs coming at least Julie suggested something was coming our way. What do you have? So,
2: this is my favorite car of the lot.
1: This is Kardashian. Yeah. Yes, it
2: shows my love of all things Kardashian. Okay. A 1958 Cadillac Eldorado Biarritz started at eighty thousand dollars, up by twenty six thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Oh. For a total increase of thirty two point five percent.
1: Wow! Very nice. Thirty two point five. That's quite a note to go out on. I have a sneaky suspicion Brad might have a nice ballet uh, back to you.
0: Well, I don't. I just feel like it'd be ugly to do it. You know, I'll just, well, all right. (laughs) I was actually on a tour this past weekend and directly behind me, and I was in my 87 Carrera, behind me was a similar vintage Jaguar XJS V12 HE, just like the one I picked here. Condition one, the best of the best, because frankly, if you're going to buy a V12 Jag, it had better not have mice eating the wiring harness or you're in for a world of pain, my friends. So condition one in January was $26,600. Now, 40 grand for the same car, an increase of 50.4%. Wow. 40,000.
1: Very nice.
0: Let those numbers settle Like like a weighted blanket. You know what i mean it just sort of comes across you makes you comfortable doesn't it ramsey doesn't it make you We're feel not good?
2: done yet we got to see what the totals are okay
1: so talking about a weighted blanket you might want to get ready for a really heavy one all right <laughs> someone might actually suffocate <laughs> that. it is my kardashian pick the 1968 mercedes-benz 600 pullman condition two Started at $214,000, went up to $233,000, and now it is $275,000.
2: Whoa.
1: Increased sixty-one dollars since we started this thing, 28.5%. I said $61,000. Wow. So, those, are
0: such, those are such good cars. They have been great cars forever and ever and ever. They're absolutely one of a kind. Great pick. Love that.
1: Thank you. So that was uh, very fortunate. My biggest pick at the end. All right, Ramsey, close it out in a big
3: way. Yes, sir. Brad was talking about a weighted blanket. I prefer to refer to mine as a wet blanket because I chose the 2006 Bentley Continental GT Coupe worth $40,300 in a number two condition. But it is up 7.2%. They're now worth $43,200. So... You just let that wet blanket just soak all over you, Bradley, okay?
0: It's worth worth two-thirds of its first service. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do have the summary here. So as a reminder, round one, Julie was first. Brad was second. I was third. Ramsey was fourth. Mm -hmm. I think Brad and I, our numbers are off maybe by $1,500. So we have to scrub them a little bit, but they're pretty close. Right. Don't worry, we're close all right in fourth place round two and i'll also give year to date, because it does change a little bit actually no it doesn't in fourth place, uh, we have Ramsey up 4.3% and now that's versus round one in third place here's the shocker Julie. up Seven percent. In second place, that would be me, up
3: 7.2%. Oh, my word. In first place, up 11.4%. You're champion,
1: my friend. Now, this basically... do Phillips. I'm not. You can't even see me. <laughs> so where we thought Julie was running away with it, Brad really came around. I want to see him dancing. I love again. a rolling <laughs> chair. <That's great. laughs> Someone beat him next time. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for joining us. Any comments from the uh, the group here on uh, how they're doing? Any thoughts? Wait. So, I'd what like was
2: to... what's his total percentage increase year to date?
1: Fourteen percent, one hundred and thirty-two thousand seven hundred dollars.
2: Wait. So, see, how did you get
0: that? Because I averaged all my percentage increases, and I got thirty-two percent. And I'm up one hundred and thirty-one thousand eight hundred. Yeah, Greg,
3: how did you possibly not have a number as high as the one Brad came up?
2: With? <laughs> no, Brad, you can't average the increases. You can't average. That's not how math works.
1: <laughs> We're only eight hundred dollars off, so I feel pretty good about your numbers.
0: Look, you got me out of you got me out of the company. You
1: can't get
2: me out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Flag on the play. Flag
0: but, on the all
2: play. right. All right. I'm, I'm going to. Okay. Now that I'm in third place, I got to take this a little bit more seriously now.
0: Wait, you really can't average the increases, huh?
2: You
1: can't
0: average percentages.
2: No, you but can't what average I'll do... the percentages.
1: Really, is that really true?
2: <laughs> that's, yeah. That's not how math works. Great.
1: Right. I will say.
2: As the Asian in the room, I will tell you that.
1: <laughs> As the guy who flunked calculus, I will agree with Julie.
2: Yes. Okay. So I am going to. I'm going to double down on my JDM. Mm, actually.
0: Mm. Are you Wait, switching bench, bench car? cars right now? We're doing that yeah. right now.
2: I could do it anytime, right? Rex the the said I could do it anytime. This, this is my last insane. chance. Okay. So I actually I don't have the price guy in front of me. So I will Sandy check this afterwards. But I would like to take my Ford Bronco, from a number three to a number one.
3: Oh wow!
1: Well played. We'll have to scrub those numbers, but you probably have room to do that.
2: I think I have room to do that because I've got 21,900 in the pot left.
0: And you have that because that you're under a million.
2: I'm un- yeah, my total picks in the beginning were under a million.
1: You know, you could borrow half a million from Ramsey.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, so what do I do? Because I'm
0: a million 83 nine It's not about t- you, Brad. <laughs>
1: I
2: <the> me.
3: <laughs> hey, Julie, if it will help beat Brad, I'll give you everything I have left in my town.
2: I appreciate that, Ramsey. I do.
1: Yeah, Ramsey could you could pick something special, but you're going to stick with them, right, Ramsey?
3: I mean, at this point in time. <laughs> 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 it's a, it's, a, it's a vanity. It's all vanity. All
1: right, well, what I would do is I will Add in Julie's pick, and I will send you all the spreadsheet so you can see the calculations and the math to scrub anything you want. And then we'll do the Super Bowl sometime in January. So we'll find out who wins the whole kid and caboodle, if that's a word, uh, in January. How does that sound?
0: On, the, Let's do this at RM sale during Scottsdale Auction Week. Huh? We could do it live, oh. it's Scottsdale auction week.
3: That's actually a pretty good idea.
0: Well, I, I know it is, Ramsey, that's why I said it.
3: Wait a minute, what about Paris? Why don't we do it live at the Paris Retromobile? Now. I'll take
2: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I never went over the travel budget for this thing. Is that cool? Yeah, that's great,
3: perfect. Oh, I've got half a million left. We're flying first class, all of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's great news. If you can cash that in, I'm there. Great news. <laughs> Well, thank you all for joining us again. And this has been a blast. And I'll talk to you all in January.
0: Don't forget to come awesome. to the May America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington.
1: <laughs> Julie, Julie, any plugs?
2: Oh, um, and share with Haggerty. Join Haggerty Drivers Club. Uh, follow us, subscribe on social. Um, yeah, I don't know. Buy me Chanel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we will end with that. Thanks all.
2: See you, everybody. Thank you.
1: Well Bye. done.